it's time for the October 14th, 2011 edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the lovely University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Oh, there is Mahler. Enjoy that pumpkin, Mahler. <laughs> He just eats them whole. He doesn't go for the canned pumpkin, you uh, know. Uh-huh. He, no. just, he just eats that. Whole. He drags a pumpkin. I've seen him actually go over to the. Uh, you know, isn't it, the farm has gone here at KSU, but there are still some people planting pumpkins yeah. out in the fields. Yeah. He's actually stolen some of their pumpkins, rolled rolled the, them over here to KCI and devoured them. The pumpkin patch, yeah, is right right not very far from here. And you're, as you said, uh, uh, Mahler's taking full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You know, before we get going, I'd just like to uh, uh, warn everyone that uh, sometime in uh, 2013, we're going to have an intense solar flare. Are we? Yeah. Okay. I mean, an intense one. One that you don't usually experience. uh, Well, it's a 100-year flare. Let's put it that way. Like a 100-year flood. This is a 100-year flare, which could uh, really disrupt all our electronic communications. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, to, to the point that that KUCI would have to shut down. I mean, it just, it wouldn't have any other choice. Let me just say, for the record, uh-huh. Nathan, that God wouldn't do that to KUCI. I just don't think he would do it. I think that this is some guy. Listen, listen to me. How okay. did these guys know this stuff? How do you know a flare like, I mean. It was a burning bush, Mike. It was a burning no, bush that's that told what I thought. me that that's the, the only flare. way you could yeah. have known. That's why I know that, that yeah. God. God. Is, Gold. Uh, you gotta get the D in there. You know, God, God. is responsible for the uh, the uh, burning of the bush as well as the flaring of the sun. He told me, okay. All right. and a number of scientists in a report. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, good to know. Good to know. It's a once in a lifetime space storm. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I've had my space storms before. It's going to flare up from late 2012 to into 2013, when the sun's 22-year magnetic energy cycle coincides with with its 11-year peak in super-powered sunspot activity. These things are going to combine. It's the perfect solar storm right here. And, by the way, one more piece of the puzzle in the the picture that uh, Obama, Barack Obama, is the Antichrist. Okay, because he'll be reelected in the late part of this, and be no, and inaugurated. You know what I'm saying? You hear? Oh, right, during the inauguration. Yeah, hold that whole inauguration. Uh, and I, well, this would be unusual. He'll announce too, because, that he's the Antichrist. You know, for what it's worth, speech, the last right? time one of these huge flares mm-hmm. affected the Earth was in 1859, okay. when it is said that a large proportion of the sky was covered in a bright red haze. Really? Now, wouldn't that be something that on February 13th, I believe, that's the inauguration day, January 20th, January 20th, February 13th. Oh, that's the day before. Thanksgiving. I know I wrote that down for some. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Wait a second. Just that's the day. <laughs> pumpkin. The, day before, the pumpkin. Yeah. Don't, don't forget right. to get your pumpkin yeah. and your fireworks out for the day before thanks, yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. That'll, that'll be January. Fun. What did you say? <laughs> it's January 20th. January 20th is the, the inauguration will day. Will be red. red. It'll, It'll be, be blood, blood red. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Michelle Bachman will be. Uh, 
saying so, strange things. She will have taken yeah. up residence in the White House because they'll yeah. be having a love child together. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna crazy things are gonna happen. I'm just mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no, but, it is. Let's get this one out of the way too. All right. Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. I know that it'll, it'll go on. Tomorrow is a big day for Occupy Wall Street right. and around the world. And around they're, the world. they're going to occupy the world. I think. Tomorrow. I think so. It's the type of rhetoric I've been hearing at least. <laughs> yes. I I was in a restroom once. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And and I saw a little occupied sign. And it didn't please me very much. So the idea of occupation, I understand it, but it's not yeah. something I think, oh boy. Yeah. Generally we think Nazis in Poland. Yeah. You know, exactly. that, that's kind yeah. of what we think is occupation. But, but you know, but you choose your words. They've turned the whole concept yeah. around. Because it was occupied, now they're going to occupy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But but nevertheless. Nevertheless, yeah. uh-huh. yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly. Um, are you going to any of these affairs? I will be attending. I will be driving by a couple of them. Driving by. <laughs> to wave. I'll honk. No, I'll, honk? I, I think I will. I'm going to go to – there's one in Huntington right there at the pier, and it's yeah. by the ocean. So, hey, I mean, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. It's yeah. a warm day. There's going to be, you know. All right, um, so that's uh, it. You're, you're, I, you I may attend. I have what not commitment. This I have has? not not finalized my plans for tomorrow. Let's Finalized. just put it that way. Okay. I don't know. Are yeah. you planning on? Well, you know, I should be saying yes. This is this is a a, a it's kind of a peer a, thing. A moral. Th- oh okay. no, no, just yeah. a moral uh, dilemma of All mine. Right. I'm peer pressure. Yeah, because yeah. I I want things to change because a lot of people get together with signs and say things and chant together and and show their strength. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I, for what it's worth, I've never known that to work other than just immediately. You know, it's, it's, it's like the little kid who comes to your door and says your house is on fire and you run outside and then it's back to normal again. Yeah. Because it really wasn't on fire. Or, you know, I don't know if it yeah. really wasn't on fire. Maybe the house is on fire, but, but the people in power aren't about to uh, abandon ship quite yet. And I don't know exactly how it is we can uh, convince them that uh, the place is on fire. I, I think uh, what usually happens yeah. when these events occur is there's some sort of placation. Right. The other side gets ratcheted up. Um, some of us might identify with, with the crowd, which for the most part, it, it doesn't look uh, like a crowd of serious political thinkers. Let me put it that way. I know that they are, but it doesn't look like a crowd of serious political thinkers. And most of the people who vote are going to be sitting at home watching. Mm-hmm. So when you see, you know, bare-chested women, bless their hearts. God bless them. And, and orange-haired men. Right. Uh, and, and I love them. Uh, they're my people. But the people at home who are doing most of the voting watching this are not going to necessarily pick up a, a good vibe. Right. That doesn't mean everybody there is that way, but the predisposition of cameramen is to focus on something that gets their attention. Right. And bare-chested women and orange-colored men usually trump you or me showing up. Right, right. I, okay. So, so the, the general effect of this is going to be someone's going to say something fine about it, and then it will all go away. And the other, just the thought there is that people, some people are going to connect themselves with it. And then, you know what, a, a, a cop car is going to get overturned and burned somewhere in the in USA tomorrow. 
or you know some crazy act like that. Somebody throw a and brick through a Starbucks be, window. Yeah, or and that will be what it's associated with. And then we'll spend the next six months talking about whether that kind of behavior represents Occupy Wall right. Street right. or right. you know they're really a bunch of peaceful people. Really, they are. So, well, in the long run, we're going to spend more time talking about a demonstration. And its merits than the actual merits of plans that can extract us from this cycle of greed that's going on in the country and whether or not we should have regulations and whether or not the human spirit is such that there's no way out of, of, of our, our dilemma. Are are we destined to be this way? I don't think we are. But, I, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I, I I will. Okay. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Other, uh, so so really, all we're going to do is shout slogans at each other, and and that's my opinion of Occupy Wall. Okay. Uh, Occupy Wall Street. I I, I support them a hundred percent. Right. Because in, in as much as I support Mahler, you know, I Mahler, our good boy Mahler. <laughs> yeah. Go. Yeah. I support you, Mahler. Now go eat your pumpkin and crap in the back. <laughs> All right, sorry. Good crap. No, um, I agree with much of what you said in the sense, in, in the regard of the politicians who uh, are predisposed to be liberal will will make all the right. They'll say all the right things. They'll hijack some of the some of the language and talk about it, um, and they will make some uh, overtures to changing regulation in Wall Street and the banks and the too big to fail and all that kind of stuff. They'll they'll talk about it. Unfortunately, there's a lot of entrenched power. This is where I think this might be a little different. And you're right. They'll focus on the the orange haired guy and the bare breasted. Tell me how it's going to be. Different. Okay, the difference is, it's it, as opposed to even the uh, anti-war movement, where 99 percent of the country is not directly affected. They're not. I mean, there's a very, very small well, percentage. Are, but... There's a very small percentage of people who fight our wars now, and they tend to be marginalized. And, and, I, and generally, you pay I taxes say, for wars. Yeah, well, we, that you're right, but but it doesn't that feel means like you're affected by it. Yeah, but it doesn't feel the same way as the people who are genuinely upset. Uh-huh. People whose homes have been foreclosed, who've lost their jobs, who've seen who kids who can't get jobs, who uh, who have huge debt because they they took out loans to get through school. Those people, this is where it's sort of a guerrilla operation in the sense this is where they live. Yeah. This is the difference. People live in the world that they're now upset about, and they, it's genuinely affecting their lives. I'm always of the opinion that the worst thing that can happen to a politician is for government to actually affect the lives of the people that they govern. Uh-huh. When it actually starts to impact their lives, generally it's bad. And, and that's the worst thing that can happen to people who govern is to get people upset about the actual lives that they live and it's and i think that's the difference here i, yeah. I hope it I, is I, yeah i i know exactly what you're saying and i um don't agree because i do think that there's an equal number of people who for whatever you know uh, reason uh, what's the matter with kansas they're going to uh not see that they're going to see any sort of turnaround that will affect these people as taking money out of their pockets right and hurting their prospect for when it, when the time comes that they get to be magnificently rich, which is all they really think about. Right. And so, yeah. so I think there's an you got two sides here that are just battering. They're just going to beat each other up, and in the long run, the you know the don't don't no, go, go ahead. No, don't you think the Tea Party is in some in in its own way a manifestation of the same impulse that these people are on Occupy Wall Street? They're pissed. 
They're pissed that they their their kids don't have opportunities. They're pissed that they think the government is responsible for what happened. They genuinely believe that it's because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac screwed up and gave loans to a bunch yeah. of people who didn't deserve it. That's the reason. It's it's okay. okay. We're arguing about two separate things then. Okay. I'm just saying I don't know if these demonstrations are the okay. best way to address these grievances. Yeah. Well, you're hoping, because okay. in the long run, you're creating a spectacle that can be manipulated by media and other politicians. I hear you, and, and I agree. And when with those you. other politicians grab hold of it, they will spin it in a certain way to the Tea Party members, who will think that you know this whole Occupy Wall Street thing, for the most part, think that this whole Occupy Wall Street Wall Street thing is a you know, a bunch of dirty hippies. hippies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there is one poll that I just uh, generally think polls are full of crap, but there's one that came out a couple of days ago. Oh. 81% of the American people polled in this particular poll yeah. said that they're dissatisfied with Congress and yeah. the in, with government in general, but with Congress and the rest of it. It's the highest by a long ways yeah. it's ever been. Usually 50 to 60% are pissed. Well, at but what this, point in time did they start the that poll? I just want to know. Well, I... It's a recent poll. I assume it was a recent. No. Well, what time did they start polling people and say, "Are you pleased with Congress?" Oh gosh, I don't. Why? Well, fifty don't. years? Oh, they've been polling yeah. the American people for decades for on 50 their years. yeah on their sati- level of satisfaction for government. I'll okay. I'll go I'll go crazy and say thirty years at least. Okay, they've been, thirty years. I mean, professional polling is really hit its stride in the seventies, back around the time of uh, Richard Vigory and, okay. and William Crystal and all those guys. Yeah. So thirty years. Thirty. All right. Thirty. Forty years. Yeah. So okay. it, it's been the highest. It's the highest by, by a long way. I, I could tell them that without the poll. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but I don't know. You know th- that may that may speak to yeah. what Occupy Wall Street is doing, but w- whether or not we can uh, fold that in and and make good policy out of it is something else. Again, mm-hmm. the eighty-one percent who are dissatisfied. How much of that percentage is is dissatisfied because Glenn Beck has told them to be dissatisfied? I'm, yes, yeah. I know. It, it it just it's it if you're a sitting congressman or a senator, it's got to make you nervous a little bit. This is where you live, right? You, yeah. You, these, these people don't like you. Yeah. Whether whether or not their anger is misplaced or directed correctly or however it is, they're upset. And I'm telling you, you know a. Uh, a can of pumpkin filling could beat some of these guys for Congress right now. Yeah, and and so I so they've got to be at least trying to figure out why these people are mad and try. And again, to you out say it. right now, but over know, the course know, of an election, I, I things know. settle. I know. I'm with you. Then I, things I, go in a particular way where they don't change as much as our heated conversation now or Occupy Wall Street thinks they will. I agree. I agree. I, yeah. I, Online retailers were criticized for selling anorexia, oh my a sexy anorexia Halloween costume printed with a skeleton and accessorized with a measuring tape belt. If you're starving for attention, read one site's production description, this costume will sure be sure to put you on top of the world. <laughs> Oh, is that, is that a rep? I just wait. Just is that a reference to Karen Carpenter? Anorexia? No. Why would it be that? Sit on top of the world. Remember, they, were, they had a big they have song. A song called "Sitting that? on Top." The, I'm on top of the. World. I can't. I don't do remember it. that. Oh, it's a big. It was a big Carpenter song. Well, I'm not. I think that's a veil reference to Karen Carpenter. Yeah. And I'm sticking with that story. I don't know. I could never get behind the Carpenters. Yeah, I try as I may. 
I, 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 I realize that, yeah, you know, no. what's his name? Richard. Richard? Yeah. Dick Carpenter. I know way was, too much about the Carpenters. Was, I don't know why. Was, you know, he could play piano and, and he did fine arrangements. And they grew as, up in Downey. Yeah. yeah. As far as those kind of arrangements go. I, I just couldn't no. bring myself into We've the carpenter fold. Just begun. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, okay. I yeah, I know. Well enough. Old MacDonald had a farm. I'll say she had a pure voice. But oh, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, not a pure g- voice. I'm not kidding. I'm not Yeah. There you go. It's, it's a style. Yeah. Exactly. It's a style with the exactly. carpenters there. Yeah, but, there you go. but it has nothing to do with anorexia as far as I know. No. Maybe they did. Maybe it was a reference. They're, they're, it was well, a big song for them, Top it's, of the World. You know, Top of the World, really, maybe it's a reference to James Cagney. How did that come up? What? How does that come up in, the, in talking about a Halloween costume? We'll it, just, when, the tag will be Top of the World. If you want attention, you're what? These, these are people, they might okay. not even make the connection. They might okay. not make the All connection. Right. Okay. People are generally stupid. They do not make the connections that they're actually making. You know okay. what I mean? It's, right. It becomes a subconscious they, act. Yeah. They're not okay. conscious of what they're the doing. Most, the most famous anorexic that I know you of. You want to give them a call? Karen a Carpenter. Right. Get them on the horn right. right now. Okay, fine. See if, you know, yeah. well, they must have the number anorexia. <laughs> I know. I'd go for that. You know, I just have to find the area code. <laughs> All right. Hey, what you got? I got, no, I got this uh, whole thing with the Unabomber. And, the Unabomber? Uh, he pleaded guilty. I got to say his name. I've been practicing his yeah. name. Okay, wow. here we go. I'm going to do it. Here you go. Umar Farouk Abdumalata. Abdumalata. Yeah. Umar so so-called Farouk underwear Malata. bomber admitted trying to blow up the flight from Amsterdam to Detroit. Uh, according to his court-appointed attorney, they advised yeah. him against this. But he the underwear says, bomber. The underwear bomber. I thought you said Unabomber the first time around. Oh, no, underwear bomber. Well, did I say that? Maybe I did say I don't even know what I'm doing. Okay, I don't <laughs> It's uh, it's the solar flare. In fact, that's going to be my excuse for the next year and a half. The solar flare. The solar flare. That's wonderful. Yeah. The underwear bomber said, "I did it." He did. He just basically blurted out, "I'm guilty. I did it. I admit it. Uh, I put a bomb next to my crotch, and I'm proud of it." Wow. Yeah. He's got a little rap going there. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he said. When when the woman sitting next to him said, "Hey, cutie, she, hey, I got a bomb in my pants," and I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, said she said, "Wow, let's." Do you have some uh, Mile High Club? What illegal explosives in your pants? Or are you just <laughs> exactly. glad to see me? Yeah, yeah. Oh. exactly. That's exactly that's a pickup line right there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Picking up what? I got what a are bomb you in, pick I, up? I got a big bomb in my pants. You want to see it? That yeah. kind of thing. I mean, you know, I mean, well, that's a, yeah, that'll get you picked uh, up. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah. That'll get you picked up. California's federal prosecutor. Were you going to talk more on the no, underwear that's bomber? No, that's it. That's we're, it. All that stuff. We're, we're Why are we about... reporting? This is a guy who pled guilty. This is important, well, no, Because it's a domestic terrorism uh, uh, trial and, you know, a lot of uh, uh, strum and drang about trying these people on American soil. Oh, my God, it's going to create, you know, terrorism. And so this guy's gotten into court. He's been in court like two days. Two days. I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah, do what you're going to do. I'm guilty. Yeah. So sue me. That's good. Yeah. Oh, there. I like that approach. Yeah. California's federal prosecutors announced a campaign to shut down scores of marijuana dispensaries. Yeah. So, so they're going, they're, Obama's administration at least. I wonder what gets into these guys. Yeah. What happens? Come they on. Seem, you know, I'm, what, what, who, who is paying them off at this point? Is it pharmaceuticals? Yeah, the big pharmaceutical companies that don't want something like marijuana to, to gain in providence medically. 
So they, they want some of their money back. Why would you change a position like that? It seems like a lot of people in this country uh, are, are not as adverse to people smoking marijuana as they were 50 or 60 or even Hell 80 no. years ago. Yeah, Hell they no. seem to be in line with that. And it seems to be something, at least here in the state of California, that it's pretty much accepted and it's okay. The, so why would a, would a president go out and, and spend money at a time like this? I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> shutting down marijuana dispensaries, and not only that, this was uh, like last Friday when this happened, but they're considering uh, cracking down on newspapers and any sort of media that's running advertisements for these dispensaries. For oh the my. legal, in the state of California dispensaries, the feds are looking into how they can crack down on magazines such as the OC Weekly. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Or whatever, LA it, Weekly, any yeah, of them. Any, any of, of them. them who are running ads. Yeah. Well, yeah. talk about, in the, in the words of an old friend of mine, talk about borrowing trouble. I mean, this is just, to me, at this point, you're right. The, yeah. the majority of the American people certainly don't think people should go to jail for smoking They need, they yeah. need some weed. That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it, that, that might calm down some of the people whose homes are in foreclosure. No, oh, that's crazy. This why is can't, crazy. Yeah, why, that would be my suggestion. As president, Yeah. if your house is in foreclosure, you get a year's prescription to... Uh, uh, yeah, see, marijuana. The, get your glaucoma prescription. Yeah, yeah whatever it whatever is. You don't need to. We just say my, my lumbago, you know, my bunion. It, you it know. will be uh, tension. Tension. Believe me. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm. It would be uh, PTFD, post traumatic foreclosure disorder. <laughs> yeah. Disorder. There you yeah. go. And, I like and, that. Yeah. And, and you get a little uh, you know, six pack every week, and I, that's it. I had no idea that doctors were so sexy. In from these ads, they, they, they the hot brunette with the little glasses and the white the white. Which ads on. are these? I'm in the Weekly. There's the, some sexy doctors. Oh, out there. for the marijuana yeah, dispensary. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting my I'm getting a, a full cavity search from mm. from or body wow. exam from. You know, I've often said when you when choosing a proctologist, yeah, yes. go for a woman with small fingers. Yes. Yeah. I think that's an excellent and, suggestion. And yeah. he likes to trim her nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that would be an excellent choice. Why would you want an uh, older man with chubby fingers probing you? It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Why would that be pleasing to you? I have no Don't idea. you want a woman to probe you? I do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I do. I, I admit it. So I, that, I think that's the point of the marijuana dispensaries. Is I, they're, they're I think we've distilled it down to its essence. Yeah. We went Those are just models, small fingers. Though, just for what it's yeah. worth. I don't want to get you Some too serious excited. serious ass play. Those are just okay. models. There you go. Models. 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 There's a town in in Pittsburgh. That would be Harrisburg. That's declared filed for bankruptcy. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The, amidst the long running debt crisis, yeah, the city council filed uh, approved the filing and called it the loan alternative to selling off city assets to Wall Street creditors. So it was a Democrat mayor. Of course, it was has declared the move. The, the move. Il, uh, Oh, she declared it illegal, my bad, after refusing to sign the bankruptcy papers. Okay, well, so it's there's going to be a power struggle over this, but this is one indication of just how bad things are going when municipalities begin to file bankruptcy. Stiff the feds. Stiff the feds. Yeah. Come after me, they're, basically. They're filing bankruptcy, so they, they owe the federal government nothing, along with everyone else, yeah. too, though. But, yeah. yeah. Right? There you go. I yeah. got that one yeah, you right? Yeah, got it right. Yeah? Yeah. Now, what do you think, just speaking of financial matters, mm-hmm. about this Herman... Keynes 999 policy which by the way in yeah. german is no 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 um i uh i well, yeah do you understand the nine yes you know, you I let's, let's explain it do you know what nine I mean? percent okay. for, for uh, uh uh on everything we buy 
another in nine percent federal sales tax, nine percent tax or business profits, and nine percent personal income tax. Sure. It's nine nine nine. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not. This, it's not. If you turn it upside down, it'll be six six six. It's not that. Who said that? Michelle Bachman. Yeah. Oh my God. Everything is is a oh biblical reference to her. I know. I know. My it's goodness. Crazy. And she she did that. She kind of tilted her head. It was hey. it was when she said it. Just like she was yeah. trying to visually put in the minds of people. You actually have to just kind of do this. Well, that's good. And she's turning her. And head everybody so laughed. It's a you know she's got a routine yeah, going she's there. Laugh, yeah, laugh. Like kind of a nervous laughter. Like yeah. you know, crazy woman might just start cackling if we don't laugh when she. Uh, she says something she thinks is funny. I got your biblical reference, Michelle. <laughs> right here in my, my Unabomber. I mean, I'm sorry. I said See, it. The underwear. Said it. Yeah, it I was, did say it. Did say yeah, I probably did. Underwear bomb. I'm well, listen. Okay, so the 999. That. So this is the big thing. What do you think and, about it? And Herm, Herman Cain is shooting up on the polls. He's rocketed past uh, Romney and Perry. And yes? Yes. Wall Street Journal poll today had him at 27%. Wall Street Journal is corrupt. Oh, my God. It's just crazy. They're they're just doing that to sell papers. Of course they are. Their poll didn't show anything. This is just one indication how people are so, within the Republican Party, are desperate to not want and have to vote for Mitt Romney. Yeah. They're looking for anyone to run. You know, just for what it's worth, I want to get back to Kane, but you know know. know that that part of uh, someone resigned at uh, at the Wall Street Journal. One of one of oh, one of his most senior European executives, Rupert Murdoch, resigned over the Wall Street Journal uh, setting up false. Uh, what was it? The Guardian found evidence that's over in Britain that the journal had been channeling money through European companies in order to secretly buy thousands of copies of its own paper at a knockdown rate, misleading readers and advertisers about the journal's true circulation. So is it Whoa. when you say the Wall Street Journal is running a poll and Keynes ahead, all it says to me is they want to sell more papers. Yeah. And, and this is just one more. Yeah. Make us up a poll here. Wow. Yeah, call all the people in the Kane campaign. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, there and you see go. what they think yeah. about his chances. Call all the employees. Well, don't call yeah. all the employees at Godfather Pizza because he might not win that poll. <laughs> he might not okay, do so, so well. But anyway, so, so the nine nine nine. This is this the big chat, and everybody's freaking out at the debates, and they're all talking about it like it's a serious uh, 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 proposal. Yeah. In fact, it is actually not. It's it's crazy talk. You think uh, it's crazy? It, it is crazy. Well, you're, you're gonna. Be- well, actually, it would raise well, the prices or raise the tax rate on uh, anyone uh, that's not making $250,000 a year or more. Well, some, some guy did look into this. Okay. On, on, on what exactly, and no matter what the top rate is, the top rate is, so if you made everything 9%, then, and this, you have to come into this level of thinking here. Yeah. It's not, not taking everything into account, mm-hmm. but no matter what the top rate is, the federal government's tax revenues equal roughly 19.5% of gross domet- domestic product. Okay. All right. So, so no matter how high we raise that bar, it it seems like with research that yeah. everything stays the same. When top rates were ninety two percent in nineteen fifty two, ninety two percent. That's a lot of tax. That's a pay. lot of tax. That was yeah. back when that socialist Dwight Eisenhower was. The U.S. collected roughly nineteen percent of its gross uh, domestic product. When the top rates were twenty eight percent in nineteen eighty eight, which was fairly low, the U.S. collected roughly. 18%. So we're talking about a 1% shift there in, in a gargantuan top rate. And, and the thinking behind this is if you bring it all down to 9% or, or, or there roughly, uh-huh. you will generate enough revenue to support the government. Now, I, you go ahead. And oh, yeah, I okay. Wanted, right. there, there I, think, I think we're leaving it. completely out of the, 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 the I mean, 
this proposal to me leaves out um, the tax rate that corporations are able to pay or not pay in the country. Yeah. And that that rate has gone down from at one point it was 50 percent. Now it's down below, below. It's in the 15 to 10 to 15 re- percent yeah. uh, of the of revenue that's gener- um, generated in um, it wasn't 50 percent. It wasn't that high, but it was much, much higher than it is now. And um, it, it's at the lowest amount of uh, as far as a percentage of the federal uh income yeah. than it's ever been. So let's talk about that. I mean, we could talk about this other stuff with people, the 9%. The 9% sales tax, by the way, would be in addition to the sales tax that we're currently, the state tax. So here in California, it's about 8 or 9% now. Yeah. So it would end up being an 18% or 17 or 18% tax on food yeah. and on cars and all well, that. Well, it's not going to go anywhere, but it, it's, yeah. it, it's an interesting discussion for the well, time being. And, yeah. I, and I think, you know, we've said this a zillion times, but the tax system really should be revised. Yes, I agree. Yeah, And, and what usually happens when they revise it is they make it more complex. <laughs> they do. And, and it would be nice to think that they could simplify it a bit yeah. for people so we don't have to pay the other lobby of, of yeah. Uh, tax. <laughs> yeah. Tax, uh, income tax uh, mechanics. What do they call those people? Oh, the accountants, uh, the accountants and yeah. CPAs and all that stuff. I call them mechanics. Mechanics. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, that's and I I couldn't agree more. It's that we need, you know, and everyone says simplify, and and that makes it, it you know, sort of a cursory. That makes sense. Let's yeah. make it easier. Everybody pays the same rate. And well, it's at that time of year people go nuts. Yeah. Because it is, for a lot of people, it's a very complex thing. And sometimes, uh, too, what it is is the richer you get, the better uh, tax accountant you can afford. And, and you'll have things hidden that you won't even be paying taxes on because he knows all the loopholes and blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows oh, this. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, and right. I did want to get to this because I think, right. we, well, yes, and you're absolutely right. It's just this tax holiday thing. We talked we about this. We have a tax holiday? We, it's a tax holiday. It's on the, the Republicans are pushing the tax holiday. For one day a year? For one, yeah. It's actually uh, a new report warning is, against is this weeks? proposed tax holiday, which would essentially allow companies to bring their profits that they've been sort of sheltering overseas and yeah. the Caymans and all that kind of stuff. Bring it back to the U.S. For, yeah. and, and when you do that, we will give you – we will reduce the, the tax rate from its current – whatever it is, 35 percent corporate rate. We'll reduce it to 5 percent. But you've got to bring your money back here. Mm-hmm. And you know, invest or into American banks and make it taxable. So instead of thirty five percent, it would go to five percent. They did this in two thousand and four, two thousand and five under the Bush administration, and yeah. a lot of these companies brought money back in. As soon as that was over with, the whole idea was to generate more jobs, yeah. bring back. We've got more money in the in the system. Hey, we'll we'll create more jobs. What did those top corporations do? Yeah. They fired. Their work right after the enjoying the tax holiday in 2004, 2005. Overall, 58 corporations cut more than 600,000 jobs collectively after saving some $64 billion in profit. So, F them. Wow. Yeah. So, So you don't want no tax holiday. No. But I mean, I just wanted to bring in a They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. 600,000 jobs lost, $64 billion in additional revenue to corp- major corporations. You know, I, I did say I was going to talk about a few things, and I'll, I'll just go quickly. Yes. Oh. Big yes. volcanic eruption uh, uh, is predicted. Uh, they're getting a lot of burps and giggles over there under the ground uh, that would uh, make the one 
from last year mm-hmm. that that uh, shut down the airports in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, it would be diminished in size by this one. This is a huge volcano they're expecting to erupt, and that's the way it goes. Well, I, Nathan yeah. will get his wish. No more air travel. No more air travel. Yeah. Well, there's other other factors involved besides air right. travel. Right. Now, what about those trade talks with uh, Colombia, Panama, and South Korea? Yeah, yeah, well, they okay, they they voted trade packs, yeah. House and Senate, yeah. uh, expected to uh, boost imports by thirteen billion dollars and support mm. tens of thousands of American jobs. Of course, that's, it will. That's that's what Congress is saying. In the meantime, we all know what happens when we sign those trade yeah. packs. Yeah. Jobs go over to those countries yeah. because the, the the rate they pay those people is, yeah yeah is is much less and. Uh, Usually, they ignore labor rights over there, too, so the conditions of working people around the world are, yeah. are uh, I, made worse. I have a, I have a proposal for yeah. anyone running for Congress or Senate this year. Teach yourself how to fart more jobs. Fart? Yeah. If you could fart that. Out of your ass, right? When you say, instead of saying it, <laughs> I, you, you, presumably you, that's where it would come. Well, from. The, you just take the microphone when you're giving a big speech. I, you know, yeah. and then you stick it down in your and pants. You fart jobs, and you just farts more jobs. I like that, and I think it would get people. Wow. Well, I think that at least as far as the Occupy Wall Street people go, they could be chanting "fart jobs." Yeah, fart, at these people. fart more jobs. Yeah. yeah, fart more jobs. Yeah, then because you're that, certainly not creating them any other no, way. No, and I yeah. think that whoever was doing it would get a lot of attention. Yeah. You know, and he'd get up there, and people would be clapping and cheering. You know, fart more jobs, and yeah. then he would do it. And he uh, wouldn't do it. That's the point. that, that he would be, do yeah, it. He, yeah, he, he may fart. Yeah. He may go out and and allege there and yeah. fart, but yeah. he, no more jobs. No, this is this is calling into to yeah. uh, play the ridiculousness <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. Of the this idea that just, you get up there and say, yeah. I'm going to create more jobs. I'm gonna say, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to sign a trade agreement that will guarantee to take jobs out of the U.S. economy. And then they turn around and say, but it will create more jobs. Yeah. With a straight face, they'll say yeah. it to us. That's so, yeah. Bad. So I think that they should just fart more jobs. Okay. Makes as much sense. What about this uh, uh, Saudi Arabia ambassador assassination, uh, Mexican drug runner thing? Oh, yeah. The U.S. government's allegation that Iranian, Iranian agents. Yeah. You'd be Iranian. It's Iranian. Iranian I've agents. To- yeah, been... when I got the any Ian at the end, I've been it confused me. Iranian. I've been on but you know, the, when you put the Ian at the end, yeah. it makes it feel British. You're not, at least you're the so government's alleg- allegation, Iranian. the U.S. government's Iranian. allegation that Iranian agents tried to hire Mexican drug runners to assassinate Saudi Arabia's ambassador in a Washington restaurant has some Middle East experts puzzled over why Iran would carry out such an attack. And why they would bring why? in Mexican drug yeah. cartel guys. I mean, this, these this, guys also, this thing sounds a little bit <laughs> like Wall Street Journal brought this up. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, it's difficult to believe that Iran would rely on a non-Islamic criminal gang to carry out the most sensitive of all possible missions. In this instance, they are alleging that they relied on one, at least one amateur, this one guy that's sort of the yeah. go-between. Uh-huh. These, I mean, I this guy's an idiot. Bosco. Yeah, <laughs> an idiot. I mean, it just uh, it just smells. Yeah. It just smells. Yeah. Yeah. New Zealand officials say a significant amount of oil is now leaking from a cargo ship stranded off a reef in uh, north on the North Island of New Zealand. Yeah, I heard yeah. about this. It's, yeah, between 130 and 350 tones or tons of oil, depending tons, on your yes, Iran or that, Iran. That's right. Uh, or your you British pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. is thought to have leaked from the vessel far more than the 30 tones earlier estimated. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, BP. 
You know them. I do British know them. Pre- they, they're famous out in the British golf. petroleum. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Golf there for yeah. some reason. They did something crazy. In something the happened about yeah. for about 100 days. I, I can't remember know. exactly. They're what. making contingency plans to fight the largest oil spill in history. Now, this they're just making plans for it. This hasn't happened. No. As they prepare to drill more than 4,000 feet down in the Atlantic in wildlife-rich British waters off the coast of the Shetland Islands. Sounds like a good idea to me. Internal company documents show that the worst case scenario for a spill from its exploratory well, oh. this is from the exploratory well, to be sunk next year would involve a leak of 75,000 barrels a day for 140 days. That's 10.5 million barrels of oil. That would be the biggest disaster ever. So they're, for just the exploratory well there, they're preparing for a leak that would be greater than the leak that occurred in so the Gulf. You said Mexico. ten million barrels. I said ten point five million barrels of oil. Which, by the way, let's do the math. That's forty gallons per barrel. By yeah. the way, yeah. it's forty forty-two. So that'd be forty, four, forty times ten. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be four hundred, four hundred yeah. million yeah. gallons of oil. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be big. <laughs> it'd be big. Okay. It'd be put big. a little. You put a little of that stuff on it. You know that little that that stuff they spray on it. Yeah, it'll go. It's like nothing. Yeah. It's like it's like spraying it on. You get a little oil, a little yeah. little vegetable little oil. oil on your shirt. Yeah. You spray, spray that it stuff on. on. It just goes away. What's that stuff called? Uh, it's called magic spray stuff. Magic I, spray I don't know. What, yeah, I yeah. don't know. But they'll just spray that. They'll get that. What are you worried about? Okay. What are you worried about? Come on. And one more thing yeah. here before I go to my and finally, okay. if you don't mind, Jerry Brown granted pulling illegal immigrants across uh, access. Illegal immigrant granted. access to yeah. state and financial aid at public universities. So he granted that. The DREAM Act. Yeah, the DREAM Act. So that puts us at, you know, pretty the core of the immigration debate here in California. Yeah, it does. He also vetoed a measure that would have allowed state universities to consider applicants race, gender, and income. He vetoed that one in application. So he's, 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 he's a crazy That's Jerry. guy. That's, That's Jerry Brown. You never know what to think. You but just don't know. He's got a reason. Yeah. He's a thoughtful guy. Yeah. I, I don't know if he made the right decision in either of these, to tell you the truth, yeah. but there you go. Yeah. And uh, the, the governor also rejected an effort to make it more difficult to establish charter schools. So he's not going to make it more difficult. He's going to keep it the same. But he accepted a move to improve college life for gays, lesbians, and bisexual and transgender people. And a measure to restrict the privatization of libraries. Now, that one I say, I'm, I'm with you there. Okay. No privatization of libraries. I agree. So, I like that, I like I like Jerry and then I I dislike Jerry. Yeah. And all, all the same. same finally. Times. Yeah. And finally. Englishman Paul Urch. I you know, know about Paul. I know yeah. Paul. Was billed 160 pounds for failing to remove a set of garden gnomes. He had them in his backyard. He didn't take them out from his deceased father's home before selling it. Urch uh, said the bill after after they sold the family home in central England to Nick Waters, who uh, objected to the fact that the ceramic novelties were still in the garden at the completion of the sale. That's what all this was about. This whole you know poundage thing. It's a, this is the type. If uh, the reason I bring these up, in case you're wondering, is because if we can't get along about garden gnomes, I, how can we get a, along about drilling oil? Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So anyway, Walters reported this would be you're the, kind of you're kind of the Rodney King of, of commentators. Yeah, because you want us to all, get yeah, along. get along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, okay. not really, but okay. So, <laughs> Wal- Wal- Walters is the I know you uh, don't. <laughs> Wal- Walters is is the uh, the man who who sued 
Uh, and he said, uh-huh. uh, he, he, the Walters reportedly removed the gnomes himself. He didn't say anything, but he just went out and got them himself and sent a bill to urge threatening legal action if it was not paid. <sighs> Haven't people got better things in life to do, said Urch, than to moan about a gnome? <laughs> 